0: Yo, welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise, 5K, and today we're going to be talking about how to know if you're a starseed. So, okay. Starseeds originate from many different star systems, planets, galaxies, dimensions, and parallel universes. Some of the more well-known starseeds are from the Pleiades, the Syrians, the Orions, the Ecterians, the Andromedans, and the Lyrians. So, I think I'm from Sirius. So, I'm a, I feel like I'm a Syrian starseed. And I'm gonna tell you what. But yeah, before that, though, I want to get into the history of how this whole idea of even what a starseed is came about. They call it star people or indigo children. And that's the belief in alien human hybrids, which is sort of a new age belief and what they would call be considered a fringe theory. And fringe theory is just a viewpoint which differs from the accepted what everyone, you know, what everyone believes, right? So that said, in a 1976 book on contactees, this guy named Brad Steger, coined the term star people. And he has a 1976 book called Gods of Aquarius. And it argues that certain people originated as extraterrestrials and arrived on Earth through birth or as a walk-in to an existing human body. And we're going to get into walk-ins a little bit later, but this is about star seeds, So that's what I really want to talk about in this episode. And yeah, so how I figured out that I was probably a starseed is number one, I named myself Elise 5000. Why would I do that? I don't know. Okay, I do know. Okay, Andre 3000. He was already 3000, so it made it easier for me to just be like five. First of all, he's definitely a starseed. That was subconscious though. I wasn't trying to be like Andre 3000. I was not. Second of all, I was what I was listening to Tevin Campbell, the song Goodbye. Okay. And in the beginning, he'd be like, dir, 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 dir. 5,000. So, like, the 90s term Audi 5,000. i Audi 5,000, you know what I'm saying? So that's, I was just like, okay, I just named myself that, like, because I'm out. I'm in the future. I'm leaving y'all in the dust, kind of, you know, like, I'm ahead of the time. Like, right. I just always wanted to be like I'm from the future. So 5,000, like, cool. And then, you know, future came out. I was like, oh, future, which I love Future. I do. I love Future. I need Future to stay on the machine at the gym. I really think Future's a star seed too. You deserve it. You deserve it. Future. You deserve it. Anyway, um, and so also I'm obsessed with Pharrell. You know, he's the Neptunes. You know, him and Chad. The Neptunes and... Any artist that's about being like a futuristic space alien, I'm in, I'm here for it because I do believe in aliens. I believe I'm an alien, low key. Like, I can't be from here because, yo, y'all crazy. For real, I don't get it. I don't get stuff. I don't get normal human. Like, I don't understand. Like, people would be like, oh. This is this and that is that. And I'm like, that don't make sense. Since I was little, I'm like, that don't, I don't get, I don't understand that. Like any mainstream idea, most of the mainstream ideas, I don't, I don't really understand them. I'm more like, I I can see fringe theories as, as real, easier, you know, like even with religion, everyone's got a different one. There's like thousands of religions, right? If you don't believe in this one, you're wrong. You're going to hell. Like everyone's going to hell because They don't do... Everyone can't do the same religion. And I was just little and I was just like, that doesn't make sense. So they're going to hell? Yep. Okay. And then the way religion was described to me, it seemed like we were all going to go to hell because, you know, especially with the one that I grew up in, we were born as sinners and it's very hard to make it into heaven. You have to be do all this stuff. But then Jesus died, so you don't have sin anymore, but you still have to do all this stuff. Um, and it just seemed impossible. So I'm like, what the... Wh-? I was traumatized. I'm not even going to... I'm not even gonna lie. I was traumatized by some of these ideas that humans have adopted. It just seems like everything is a sin. Like everything natural. I mean, I... The natural urge of the body is to have sex, but you have to like be in a legal contract with this person. Otherwise, it's a sin. Anyway, I've had these, I've had strange encounters. I don't even want to talk about it right now because what I really want to talk about is the fact that yeah, I, I do think that I'm an alien. And and I'll tell you why, like that's the point of this episode. <laughs> so it started as I was an indigo child, right? Um, you have to be born between a certain time. They call it a star seed marking and or an alignment, which can be found in your birth chart by looking at the position of the celestial bodies, the sun, the moon, the planets at the time of your birth. So a lot of people are obsessed with being Pleiadian. I know that I'm Syrian. I don't know how I know that I'm Syrian. I just feel like I'm Syrian. It, it could be the whole thing about the nomos that they came down to the, the Dogon tribe, In Mali, and you know, told them about Sirius A and B like 300 years ago or thousands of years ago. I don't know. And you know, I got a DNA test, and I saw some. There was some DNA that I'm I'm from Mali. So I was like, Oh snap! I'm probably. That's how I kind of came to the conclusion that I'm most likely Syrian. But also, I just feel connected to Sirius. Don't know why. Maybe it's because of the music station, and I do music Sirius. Satellite, I don't I don't know. It's just stuff I just know and stuff I just don't know. And I just don't think I'm Pleiadian. But I do like, you know, the Pleiadians. That's cool. But back to the birth chart. There's this article written May 19th, 2016. It's called Starseed Markings in your birth chart. And it's it's for Pleiadians, but it's an interesting read. It says that identifying starseed origins and incarnations is often one of the most comforting and validating spiritual experiences because, yeah, we find out that we aren't crazy because a lot of times starseed people feel different. They feel like they don't match with the rest of the people on Earth. And I do. I personally feel that, you know, feel that I think differently. And yeah, I feel like, you know, I just feel different. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so the article talks about using your intuition, and it says that some starseeds know exactly where they come from and where they incarnated based on their experiences and even memories. And they talk about how they've met starseeds that even know the name of their home planet. Now, I'm telling you, serious. I'm from Sirius, don't, I don't know why, bro. But anyway... Ultimately, whether you remember a lot or nothing, your intuition will be instrumental in identifying your starseed origins and incarnations. Now, there are also a thing called starseed traits. You can find them, you know, there's a lot of different websites that talk about the traits, behavioral traits, physical features. I don't necessarily understand the whole physical feature thing. I don't think that's, that doesn't have anything to do with it because we're incarnated into different bodies. So there's, you could be, you could look like anything. You see what i'm saying so i don't know about physical features but um they you know the pleiadians want to say that they're nordic i, I know some black pleiadians so real pleiadians and they're not they don't look nordic so moving along <laughs> anyway if you want to find your pleiadian starseed marking there's a girl named lavendar Lavender. she's a youtuber and she has a list of starseed markings for Pleiades and she says that she's found that zero degrees Gemini Sagittarius Pisces and Virgo is another Pleiadian starseed alignment again I would have to pull my bird chart. I don't know if that's my alignment. I just know I'm from Sirius. I don't really care. So they say Sirian starseeds are very diverse in appearance. They have common traits, which include enjoying fantasy books, games, movies, because these worlds may hold a lot of resemblance to their home star system, which I do like fantasy. I watch like sci-fi movies only and scary because that's also fantasy. Also you have to enjoy the mystical arts and may resonate with wizards, witches, shamans, priests, priestesses, have strong intuition, maintain a small group of close friends, have a hard time trusting people, have vibrant imaginations, act as nature guardians, very creative, enjoying music and art. Well, here we are. Syrian starseeds tend to work in areas including the arts, music, and writing. Well, as a songwriter and a music artist, producer, and painter. (laughs) What other art do I do? I used to make jewelry in like the second grade. I had a business, but the school shut me down because they were not for young black entrepreneurs. I was making bank, selling friendship-based bracelets to the students, and I got shut down. But I should they should have been writing, you know, giving me an award and writing me up in the newspaper for starting a business in the second grade. But that's beyond me because these people, I'm a starcy, okay? And the regular people, they didn't like that. I was being an entrepreneur in the second grade and making money at school, which that's the, that's what you're supposed to do. I was supporting myself in the second grade. They didn't want me to. They wanted me to be poor. I'm saying I was paying for my own lunch. That way, my parents didn't have to pay the dollar twenty-five for the lunch each day because I was selling bracelets, and they would not allow me to do that. And I don't understand. What if my parents couldn't afford to pay the one twenty-five? But the point is, is that they shut me down. I was a young entrepreneur, and that is wrong. And I still remember it. There's so many wrong things happened to me growing up. I don't want to focus on that, but adults really did some crazy stuff to kids kind of like back in the day. At any rate, starseeds, right? (laughs) So Syrian starseeds tend to work in areas including the arts, music, and writing, but they also work in areas of mystical healing, witchcraft, and energy work. Now, Syrian starseeds may also work protecting the environment and the rights of animals. Syrian starseeds can also be very alternative. Alternative, and they enjoy expressing themselves in their appearance and or in their art. Syrian Sarseeds tend to hate stereotypes, but they will often be labeled by others as geek. OK, N.E.R.D. for real. OK, gothic, hippie. OK, Erica Badu doing and Andre 3000. Let's let's come on. And yeah, so Syrians, I, f- I feel like they're Syrian as well. Just let me I don't know them personally but just looking at them they just oh especially Erica Badu I just love Erica Badu I love you Erica she you know when I was young and I was listening to her she introduced me to Kemet Kemet I was listening to her knowledge and I was like oh I'm from Kemet I know I'm from Kim- I know I'm from Kemet I know I'm reincarnated and there's something in my birth chart that actually the Syrians are reincarnated from antiquity from Kemet so Yes, honey. At any rate, Syrians really embrace tattoos and piercings and they love art that expresses who they are. Now, I couldn't, I have a tattoo and I had a piercing, but it came out. I just, the way my life is set up, I can't keep earrings. My nose was pierced. My tongue was pierced. That fell out. My nose ring fell out in this in my sleep. My tongue ring—I took it out one time to eat for Thanksgiving because my parents said I couldn't have it for Thanksgiving. I don't know; they were being very controlling, so I took it out and I couldn't put it back in. So for whatever reason, my little body just be rejecting piercings. I only have my ears pierced, and that's cool with me. And I have one tattoo, but and it's my name because like I figured that wouldn't change. But I just really couldn't decide on what to get. But I do have a, a Pinterest. Um, folder with tattoos that I want, and I'm going to get them when I get my life together, (laughs) when I have time to go to the tattoo place. I really don't have time for that right now. The energy vibration of Sirius is a combination of blue and orange, which is why they like to communicate and express themselves through art. Likewise, Sirius embodies the energies of the throat and sacral chakras, and actually, sacral makes sense because my human design says that I'm a generator which and with the human design system is there's four types. You're either a manifester, a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector and a reflector. OK, there's a, a fringe type, which is a manifesting generator. So it's, it's five types but manifester, generator, projector, reflector. So I'm a generator. 70% of the population is a generator. And our strategy is to respond. Our aura is open and enveloping. Our signature is satisfaction. And our not self theme is frustration. Not sure what all that means, but 70% of the population, and we are actually driving the life force of the planet. So Oprah's a generator, by the way. They say the generators are the most powerful people on the planet. And we're keeping the planet going um, with our energy. So... A lot of us are empaths and the narcissists like to feed off our energy by any means necessary, but that's a whole nother topic. So they're saying that when you have the sacral center defined, you are by definition a generator. So the sacral center can be compared to an engine life's most powerful motor and source of energy a defined sacral center represents the potential of consistent access to the energy needed to create build and sustain life and they say this is a really interesting gift so i said that to say you know if you want to and i'm doing an episode soon about the importance of knowing your birth chart your human design type and your life path number because know thyself an unexamined life is not Worth living. So, yeah, Sirius Syrians embody the energy of the throat and the sacral. Okay. And I got some of this information from this book, an ebook called The Star Seeds Compass: A Guide to Identifying Your Soul's Origin. So if you want to find out your human design type, you can go to J-O-V-I-A-N-A-R-C-H-I-V-E dot com. And there's a generator. I mean there's a, a yeah a generator you you put in your really you can just go into Google and put in human design generator and then Jovian Archives should pop up and you can get your free chart so, go to the area where it says get your chart and discover your design. And all you got to do is put your name, your day, your month, the year, the hour, the minute, and the country and the city of your birth. And then they will give you your human design. They'll also tell you your incarnation cross. Mine is right angle cross of rulership. Now, this episode is about star seeds. Why I'm talking about human design? Because. I think that your human design can kind of tell you what kind of star seed you are. I mean, it, it's just, it's important to know thyself, right? So the more you get to know your birth chart, your human design, you, you know, you find out which inner authority you have. Is it the throat, the crown, your your anja chakra. It tells you which chakra is dominant in your body. And it tell you know, it tells you your profile. So I'm a three-five split definition, right angle cross of rulership. My strategy is to respond. Inner authority is sacral. I've seen this whole sacral thing. And also I'm right now my energy is being challenged because I have something going on in my sacral. That's where all my stress goes. Um, so it definitely makes sense. So I definitely encourage anybody to get that information. And like I said, I want my next episode is going to be about the importance of knowing your birth chart, your human design, and your life path number. Because Socrates said, "An unexamined life is not worth living," and to know thyself. In the ancient Egyptian proverb, "Man, know thyself," has its origin in the spiritual practices of that time, which is you know the star seeds reincarnated from antiquity, some star seed stuff. Right there. The ancient Egyptians are star seeds. Okay. So one of their spiritual teachings was that the kingdom of heaven is within you, and who shall ever shall know himself shall find it. And of course, we know that the modern day Christ, Jesus Christ used to say the kingdom of heaven is within you and my father and I are one and he said that he was God and he said he told us to do as he does. So we are gods too. And when the Pharisees questioned him, you know, blasphemy, this man just said he's God, that's blasphemy. He was like, but doesn't it say in your book that ye are gods? Hilar. Hilar. How, am I, how am I committing blasphemy? And you know, I tell people this all the time. Uh, how can you tell me I'm not God or a God? It's the same thing because we all are God. All of us, humans, if you have consciousness, you exist. I think therefore I am. You're a God. You are controlling your reality. You really are. Um, This guy, I had to block him. He told me, he was like, you're not God because you're not a big star and you can't control your reality. And I'm just like, bro... First of all, I'm about to block you. Second of all, you can only get what you're subconsciously ready for. And I have a song called Beautiful Life. And one of the lyrics is that if I don't have it, if I ain't got it, I ain't want it. Not yet, right? Sometimes it's just not time. Some people don't want certain things. Everybody doesn't want the same thing. Those homeless people on Skid Row are also God. They're gods too. And some of them are the most brilliant minds you will ever know. You know, Jesus is God. Everyone says he's God, right? He was killed in this realm. The Pharisees had him killed, literally. Jesus said, "My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders, but now my kingdom is from another place." King James version, "My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now is my kingdom not from hence?" He said his kingdom is not from here. Okay? Because he's a star seed. And the whole point of the star seed is to experience polarity, right? So when in the Garden of Eden, when Eve did the bad thing, the supposedly bad thing, and ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the knowledge of good and what is evil, the knowledge of what is good and the knowledge of what is evil, they said, now you will be like one of us. Now the man has become like one of us, a god, right? The Lord thy God said, the man is now become like one of us, knowing good and evil, which is the law of polarity. Thoth. Starseeds come to earth to experience polarity because they are from the sixth and fifth dimensions. Okay. They don't know the polarity. They came here to learn. And the law of polarity is one of the seven hermetic principles. That is Egyptian god Thoth, Hermes, Greek, Tahuti, Nubian, same person from Atlantis, Ancient Egyptian, starseed reincarnated. So everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. That is from the Kabbalion. The law of polarity is one of the main principles, right? Because it is the key to every other principle. According to this law, everything has has a dual nature. Good and evil, right? Dual. Everything has pole. Everything is a pair of opposites. Things that appear to be opposites are actually two inseparable parts of the same thing. Between the poles, there is a full range of possibilities from the negative to the positive. So even God, right? So everyone thinks God is this way or that way. But in Isaiah 45, 7, God literally says... I form the light and create darkness. I bring prosperity and I create disaster. I, the Lord, do all these things. King James, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. God is literally creating evil. So is God Satan? Jesus is the Prince of Peace, but he turned the tables over. Okay. And he called the Pharisees vipers and he went in on them, went cray-cray. And he told them their daddy is Satan. Okay. That they were liars everything. And then said he came to bring a sword. He didn't come to bring peace. He came to bring a sword. But this is the Prince of Peace though. Prince of Peace came to bring a sword. He literally said in Matthew 10, do not suppose, Matthew 10, 34, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, because the man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Okay, like, literally, Prince of Peace. So, I say that to say that the guy was like, you're not God because you, you don't do certain things. Um, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. Like, so R. Kelly is a god, but he's in jail right now. R. Kelly's God though. He's a god too. Every I mean, just so you can't say like, oh, you're not a big star, you're not God. We're all god. Everybody has good and bad times. Everybody is a good person and also a bad person. There are levels. Some people have totally given over to the dark side. And that just means they're out of balance. Voltaire, the virtue of the mean, you have to balance this stuff, okay? <laughs> and in the raw books, The Law of One, there was, it talks about some people's souls come from like lower realms. Like some people incarnate on earth come from lower frequencies. Like they're completely bad demonic like they don't they come here to experience evil they come to do evil like because their soul is from a a lower dimension and that's how they feed they get energy from evil But the law of polarity is a mutable law. This means that we can master and use this law to create our own reality. This law is always operational and governs your life. So if you try to ignore it or deny it, it will still govern your life, but not in your favor. And that is why we do shadow work. Sometimes you have to overcome your own shadow. You can't get to a certain place because you're in your own way. You have to do your shadow work. People go to therapy to remove blocks, mental blocks. People have trauma. People have brain damage. Like there's a lot going on that people had to overcome and that is because we came here to experience polarity okay good and bad times that is what makes you a god and may I please remind you that Seth killed Egyptian god Osiris and sent him to the underworld he's a god of the underworld now so and Isis tried to steal Ra's secret name and she ended up getting his secret name and but then he brought himself back to life because he got reincarnated. It has something to do with the sun and the moon and he got reincarnated like the next day. Yes, she, she, was, she killed him or whatever, but then his tears, she stole his power and then his tears brought the power back. So basically there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that is will be again. The sun rises, the sun sets, it's a cycle. Cycle of reincarnation, cycle of months, years, days, hours, it's a cycle, doesn't end. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. E equals MC squared. We gonna be here for a minute. And that's also Bashar said, Bashar said the only constant in the universe is change. Okay, that's the only constant because you exist. That's never going to change. I am. Who shall I say sent me? I am. Everything is here now. The all is one and the one is all what you put out, you get back. So if you exist now, your existence is eternal. You have always existed. You always will exist. You may change form. You may die. Oh yeah. That's another thing the guy said. He was like, you're, you're mortal, Courtney. You're going to die in this realm. You're going to die. And I was like, bro, duh. Gods die. Stars die. Have you seen a star just like blow up and then turn into something else? galaxies blow up, black holes get sucked into black holes. The only constant in the universe is change. (laughs) We're gonna change form, okay? Osiris, change into the god of the underworld. You're always existing. Always. E equals MC squared. And the tree of life is just a journey of consciousness. You have a journey. If you got everything that you wanted right then and there, that would be boring. And there's this TV show called the watchman on hbo and there's a character that is supposed to be hermes and he was on this planet where he got everything he wanted and he got bored with that so he un- incarnated on earth to experience love and so he reincarnated himself into a cadaver and he well he was in love with Regina King <laughs> and so she picked a body that she liked he got into it and they were together until something happened and blah 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 you should watch it it's really really interesting but back to the star seed so the indigo children are star seeds they're usually empaths there are many different types of star systems that you could come from and still be incarnated on earth as a human technically though everyone on our planet has arrived at some point from somewhere but the difference is that earthlings have incarnated here hundreds of lifetimes coming back again to repay karma. So we're re- re- repaying karma, polarity, learning new lessons and increasing the amount of light inside ourselves. Our task, the star seeds only task is to learn and experience, to explore, but mainly to share their light, knowledge and spread kindness on our planet. And I could go on and on about star seeds, but that's that's all I have for you for today. So if you feel like you could be a star seed, I encourage you to do some research and figure out which star system you're from, you know, and know thyself. Go inward to experience the outer space that was built for you. Here's a message from the star seed, Pharrell Williams of the you Neptune. Gotta go hey. Yeah. You got to go I'm gonna make you with that i appreciate you guys for listening if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast please do so so you can be updated when i post new episodes and i got a lot of cool stuff coming up i'm super excited peace and love